look at Homer. Log Talk Radio. Attitude Era Live with Icon, Granny Hawkster, and Big Twin. Oh, yes. We would like to thank uh, a couple of people. Obviously, Sharpshooter Funding uh, and the Hart Foundation for, for being a sponsor of the show for several years now uh, and, and giving us that great commercial. Obviously, Kane, who, who's done our, uh, our, our new intro music. Uh, and Kramer for for having his band in the background of his introduction. So everybody who's been part of the show uh, who has contributed in some way, we do want to say thank you for that. We really appreciate it. Um, I know we got people calling in right away to get us a Puffer Media update icon, so I, I will put them on because they are on. Uh, I know you were saying something to me um, before the music hit. Did you have, like, a question for me real quick or, or just it after? Well, 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 we'll talk about it towards the end. We'll have time. Okay. All right. Just just remember the question then. All right. So it is Monday, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Uh, it is Monday again, and uh, we do have another great show for you, jam-packed here today. Uh, but we do have a, it looks like a North Dakota uh, area code on with us. So these must be the Buffermania guys. So Icon, uh, I'm going to bring them on. Do you want to do the introduction? I mean, we've already introduced them. I mean, do you, you want to do it again or... How do you want to? No, that's all right. Well, we'll just we'll just bring him on and uh, have him give us an update about Puffermania. All right. Well, they are on. And before I bring them on here, Icon, um, as you know, do a double duty. Monday Night Football is back on. I got to bring it back on the air here, so I'm going to jump off for one minute. But uh, but yeah, do your thing, man. They're on. Hey guys, uh, as uh, as we get closer here uh, to Puffermania, uh, we wanted to have you guys come on here uh, before our. Uh, first guest, and, uh, well, technically, I guess you guys are our first guest, so, uh, can I get to skin you? what's, uh, what's going on with, uh, Puffermania? Give us an update. Well, we got huge things, huge, huge things going on, but first, uh, can we thank our sponsors real quick? Yep, go ahead. All right, uh, we got MVF Drain Tile Systems, Metroflex Gym, 
HB Sound and Light, Pixel Brewing Company, and Bordertown Bar and Grill. Can't thank them what enough. About, but you know who can't thank them? All of them combined. The Attitude Era Live, none other than your boy, the Icon. <laughs> there you go. For guys. helping us sponsor the show. So, all right, so, uh, and I, uh, I've uh, talked to Lenny. I'm going to be getting the money out this week and uh, the day before the show, so we'll take care of that. We'll deal with that later. So uh, remind everybody uh, that's just starting to listen, uh, when Pubmania is, where it is, what time it is, uh, give, us, uh, give us a breakdown. Well, Pubmania Immortal, it's taking place October 18th. <clears throat> Excuse me, 2020 at the uh, West Fargo uh, Event Center. That's at the Double Tree by Hilton here in West Fargo. Uh, ringside 15, GA ten dollars. Uh, doors start. Uh, doors open at 4 p.m. and bell times at five. And uh, how many uh, matches are you guys expecting this time? We're looking at about eight matches. So. It's going to be a jam-packed night. It is going to be, it's going to be a very warm welcome to professional wrestling here back in the great state of North Dakota. And uh, if uh, our fans are uh, are listening that uh, want to get tickets, how do they get tickets? Uh, you can go on over to the Puffin Mania Facebook page. We have a link uh, to where you can get the tickets at the Eventbrite page. Uh, go ahead and click that, and then there's a little easy button. Just click to get tickets. Bing, bada, boom, you got yourself inside tickets. Bing, bada, boom, you got yourself GA tickets. And bing, bada, boom, while you're at it, like and subscribe. <laughs> and, uh, and we also do have limited VIP tables left. Uh, I think we have about, like, five left. You, five mes- left, yeah. you message uh, Puffa Mania straight on the Facebook page, and... Uh, We'll get, we'll get you in help line with getting a VIP table. Now, for those of you who are asking what a VIP table is, a VIP table is a table that is ringside. And as well as that, every table comes with a complimentary bottle of a little bit of the bubbly. And uh, you guys have those uh, at least uh, three of those seats reserved for the icon, correct? Absolutely. And, uh, there you go. Uh, and uh, we love to sponsor you guys, and we love to support you guys. And uh, now, uh, Rick, I, thought you were, uh, I thought you were running commentary. You are running commentary. So it's a very special three spots there. Well, we that, well the big I, twin, I, I, you get Granny Halter and maybe a mystery guest there in there. Well, well, well I, no, I seriously I got, I got, doubt if Granny Holster is going to be able to make it up there for we, that. We, <laughs> We hope well, one day, here, Granny, we can introduce you to some of our heels up here because we have some well, of the well, most gasly heels of the next generation. Well, here's the thing, guys. With uh, Pulpamania and the big event coming up uh, in October, uh, we'll be doing guest commentary, but uh, I have, uh, you know, my fiance that always hangs with me uh, that I love to bring, and she loves to come to these events, too. That's what I was referring to, but... Now, uh, for those that are listening that uh, want to come out and see the show, uh, how long uh, of a time will they be? Uh, can they expect to uh, be there? What, what we're, is we're your time? Like a three hour, we're looking at a three-hour long show. 
And will there be an interv- uh, inter- uh, intermission for popcorn? Absolutely. And, uh, Glad you brought that up because during intermission, we, we got having- a uh, live music performance by Money Stack. Okay. And there will be concessions available? Absolutely. Yes, you can't yes. have wrestling all- without beers. <laughs> and, or and all ages is it an all ages show or should they absolutely the all ages show and we do recommend everyone to wear masks. Okay, and uh, now for those that are listening, uh, like I say, we love to support you guys and we're glad to have you guys on. And we'll continue supporting you uh, for the duration uh, as long as you guys have shows. Uh, you guys can pitch them on our show, but. Uh, now we know that we, you got the first one coming out in October. Uh, have you guys already started, uh, rolling the dice for, uh, uh, another one after this one? Uh, or are you guys going to wait on it? Well, you know, we really can't say a whole lot about that right now, but what we can say is that the reason why this show's name is immortal is because exactly that itself. Because after we have this show, just like Puppet Mania, it's never going to die. Same well, puff time, same guys, puff channel. And, uh, <laughs> and we're, we're going to do everything in our power uh, to keep you guys going. Uh, and uh, uh, like I say, Attitude Era Live will keep funding you guys uh, and we'll keep giving you guys advertising. Uh, you know, you guys appreciate what we do. We appreciate what you do. And uh, uh, think about this, guys. I'm just going to put this out there. If you guys can uh, think about having a show around uh, next September, around the 26th of September, uh, that would be the Sunday. Uh, my wedding's a Saturday. Uh, have a Sunday show because uh, we're going to try and get Granny Hulkster down here for uh, my wedding along with uh, Big Swing. Uh, I'm sure Granny would like to stick around a day or two. That way she can hang out with Homer more and uh, be at ringside <laughs> and uh, yell at all the heels that you guys got. Because I know that you guys oh, got man. a few. I, I can already feel the, mm. the the creative writing juices flow. And uh, that sounds like a great Holy time. proposition there, Batman. <laughs> a wedding <laughs> brawl. A wedding brawl. Granny, do you think... Uh, you could handle hanging out with Homer for two days. Oh, well, I, know, I know I could. I know I could hang out with Homer for two days. Homer's my and, buddy. Uh, Granny, <laughs> hey, Granny, he's already licking the phone, so he knows that you're talking. Well, about he's him. giving Granny kisses. He's sending kisses to Granny. He loves Granny. All right, so we we got about uh, five minutes here with uh, Puffamania left here. Uh, so once again, guys, tell us. Again, uh, the venue, the date, the time, and uh, uh, give us uh, your rundown of your sponsors again. Well, it's going to be at the Doubletree by Hilton, October 18th. Okay. Uh, Ring size is 15, GA is 10. Uh, We've got Uh, the doors opening at 4 p.m. with the bell time at 5. Now, I was going to ask you guys. Uh, uh, I'll, when, I'll uh, you okay, and then uh, I was going to ask you guys when uh, are you guys going to like set up the ring and stuff uh, the day before or the day of? Uh, it's going to be set up day of. There's a uh, there's actually a, a vet going on the night of uh, the night. The, yeah, 
There is one going on the night. <laughs> I meant to say the night, the night before. Now, but, uh, uh, and you guys, uh, uh, do you guys have a, uh, do you guys have a ring crew, or are you gonna uh, ask for volunteers uh, to come out and help set up the event? Well, we have a full ring crew that's gonna be there, ready to rock and roll, so we can get everything together, get the show on the road. And, uh, you know, if an added bonus, I might uh, come out and uh, offer a few extra hours to help set things up, too. No problem. Sure. Sounds like a good time. Maybe we can uh, get uh, Attitude Era to uh, do a co-live stream with Puppet Mania for Immortal. Uh, well, uh, hey, uh, Big Swing, I don't know if you're listening, uh, what would uh, – what would uh, we have to do uh, to do a podcast that day for their show? Not hard. I mean, we just got to bring – I got to have the mics available, which I'm probably going to bring down there anyway. Uh, so I'll just have the travel mics, and uh, all I would then need would be the um, the the computer for the blog. It's doable. Trust me. It's, it's definitely doable. Well, I mean, we'll if it's something you guys want to do, we can do it. Would we be able to broadcast this one for them or, or not? Or would that not work on the phone? Oh, oh, wait, the one that's coming up? Yeah. Uh, I mean, who's going to broadcast it? Well, that's why I was wondering if we could uh, uh, do a uh, podcast uh, during the show, but that probably wouldn't work, would it? I mean, if you're at the show and you call me he's from it, sure, it. but I mean, he's, he's but I mean, be I can't. He's commentary. He's, he's on commentary. I would be calling Oh, you're going to be commentating. Um, oh, bro, it's going to be tough. I mean, the only way to really do it would be if somebody were to call in and 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 do it. I mean, if, if no one's going to be there physically, I, I don't I don't know with my schedule with football now if I can be in North Dakota that quickly. But um, I mean, I can try. I can't make promises, but I I, I well, got to check my schedule. What team do you go for for football? Well, me personally, me personally, I'm a Cowboys fan, but uh, I work, oh, I work, in, yeah, personally, um, but, but I work, uh, <laughs> I work in, in a radio station here in New York and uh, obviously they're Jets and Giants and things. So, um, well, I have, you know, pretty open then, huh? <laughs> well, well, yeah, but I still have a daily show, so I have to make um, make the commitment there to get a co-host and get somebody in for that day or a couple of days, whatever it may be, so. But all right, well I'll tell you what guys, uh we got our we got our uh guest uh let's uh, say maybe you know, for now I let, let, okay. let's say maybe for now and then I'll I'll keep you posted this week. If anything okay, you know, all right. like we said, the party never ends, so maybe round two will come around and we can definitely put that up. But before we go, we gotta mention our main event because we promised you guys something big, we promised the me something big. So our main event for the evening is going to be a triple threat elimination match. Josh Price, Taz Carter, and Mr. Incredible. Oh, man. And plus, with other wrestlers going down, we got Coda Jacobs, we have Kato, Bobby Brennan, JDX, Downtown Petey Brown, Fargo Champion, Maven Mayhem, The Carver, and Pat Tanaka, students debuting, and also Duke Cornell. It's going to be a huge, huge show. You do not want to miss this, and I mean it. You do not want to really miss don't. this show, Puffamania Immortal. 
going down October 18th at the Double Tree. $15 ringside tickets, $10 GA. Be there. <laughs> it's going to be right, guys. epic. Uh, we, we will uh, we will definitely have uh, uh, keep me guys. I'll keep you guys posted. Maybe we can get you guys on again next week, uh, and uh, we'll just pitch it again. Uh, but we do appreciate you guys taking time, and uh, we will have you guys on again either next week or the week before. All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, guys. All right. Take care, guys. See you, guys. Same pup time. Same pup show. That was cool. All right. Uh, our 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 next guest should be waiting in the wings, I would guess. Uh, yes, yes, they are. All right, so if you want to put them on, I will uh, I will bring them on. All righty, there they go. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, about to step into the ring right now. She gives new meaning the word, I'm going to kick your, and then I'm going to take your name, write it down, I'm going to kick your, again. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Sherry Roy. Hey. <laughs> hey, fellas. How are you? I'm doing amazing. How are you guys? Good. Uh, here's what we'll do. We'll have you do the script real quick, and then uh, we'll have you give us a little background about yourself. Any questions? We'll do a round table and I'll ask you the tough stuff. So go ahead. Hey, hey, my name is Cherie Roy, and you're listening to the Attitude Era Live with your host, the icon, the big thing, Granny Huckster. All right. And, you know, uh, Cherie, the cool thing is that, you know, since you're not from Canada, because uh, your last name would be pronounced Wa. I don't know if you knew that Wah. or not. Like, I, uh, I get that a lot. I do. I People call me Wa all the time. <laughs> Uh, now that's a, that's a little uh, that's a little uh, English in history lesson for all you people out there. So uh, give us a little background about yourself, then we'll uh, then we'll have some fun with you. Well, I mean, um, so like I started wrestling about eleven years ago, and uh, my first match was in Cottage Grove, Minnesota, uh, for LPW, and then uh, my cousin was just like, you know, I know how much you like wrestling. So why don't you come and check out the show? And originally I showed up to just chill and kind of hang out with my cousin. And I, I knew a couple of people as it was that were that were there. And I'm just like, hey, this is cool. And all of a sudden, you know, just somebody was like, yo, would you like to be in the, in the ladies' triple threat? And I was just like, um, I'm not a wrestler, <laughs> you know. And then so that's – and then all of a sudden, like, went to training camp and everything and then just went from there and it was just uh I I trained with Buck Zumoff so that that was a lot of fun and uh a lot of hard work you know, like a couple of years worth of that and uh yeah <laughs> yeah I mean Buck Is there like a high speed pursuit going on behind you or is that Icon's phone? <laughs> no, I just I didn't count on this but I mean, this is uh this is um, East, that's East St. Paul for you. <laughs> what, is it an ambulance or police or fire or whatever? Oh my gosh, it's the it's the police. <laughs> oh, it's the Pope. Oh, I thought they were defunded. Well, hold on, hold on. I got not to get into politics here, but I'm just curious because I don't live there. I'm in the show here in New York. I thought that they were defunded up there. 
Not well, yet. That's the second one that passed. That was a fire truck. But uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. You didn't well, defund uh, them up there? I thought you did. Well, anyway. I think it died down. I, I think everybody's okay. cool now. All right. All right. Well, anyway, carry on. <laughs> but anyway, actually, the, the uh, Sheree, we got to let him in. Every time that uh, you hit the ring, it's always considered a four-alarm fire. So that's basically what it is. Uh, so <laughs> in your, you know, you just basically kind of, uh, you know, you just kind of basically got in, uh, involved uh, because you were a fan and you, you decided to start wrestling yeah. and uh you know, they put you in a triple threat. Uh, when you yeah, my cousin's like, yeah, I mean, back. I know that you like wrestling. Here, why don't you just go up there and wrestle? I'm like, wait a minute. like, And they're like, well, um, they were like, well, uh, who's your favorite diva right now? And I'm like, 11 years ago, I'm still thinking, you know, my favorite, um, I like Chris Stratus or I like Lita, you know. But then again, you know, like I'm I'm a lady, so I think any diva basically I have to look up to is, you know, I mean, that'd be cool if that was me one day kind of thing. You know, they're all my role models in their own different special way. But like, um, and they were like, well, here's something simple. You're not a wrestler. You're not trained quite yet. So like, whose finisher do you think you could do? And I'm just like, well, I mean... At that time, I'm thinking, hey, I'm not a wrestler, What you know, and that doesn't look very good for, on, you know, for anybody, but just, I'm like, okay, what about Trish Stratus? Because, I mean, you know, who who can't do a bulldog? Who who can't do a Stratus action? You know, who can't do a Luthes, a Luthes press? Who, who, you know, stuff like that, you know? So I'm like, okay, well, I'm not trained, so I, you can't catch me doing anything like, what whatever you know very well complex you know if i haven't gone through the proper training i'm not trying to hurt me or the other person uh people so that's true uh, and and you're not necessarily doing like when you say leader the trish stratus comparison uh trish did you know trish did a little bit more of the basic you know the basics really i mean trish Let's be honest. Trish was eye candy. That was a manager that they decided, oh, hey, she's hot. She's a fan favorite. Let's put her in the ring. She got better. Don't get me wrong. She got better, but she wasn't anything super crazy in the ring. Lita was doing all the flips and the senton bombs and the 450s and all the high-flying stuff. So, yeah, it's definitely a different style. Um, and, and, well, you know, in this current uh, day, you know, after my training, I've also picked up, a, you know, a few more techniques. Like I've learned, uh, some submission moves along the way. Um, mm-hmm. even from, um, I would say Graham Keem, he actually taught me about, uh, about eight years ago, how to do, uh, how to properly do the sharpshooter. He taught me how to do the, okay. uh, the Indian Deathlock. He taught me how to, um, you know, even to the. I he did teach me how to do the the figure four leg lock, but like I don't use that too often. But like, mm. but I mean, I definitely use the sharpshooter, you know, most most of the time. And if I'm not doing mm. the sharpshooter, then I do um, these face crushers that that Madison oh, okay. Rain does. Nice. So so I've got a lot nice. of you know I've learned from ladies like Madison Rain and Tristratus and. Um, like Ivory and um, you, you know, and Natalia, obviously, you know. So I'm like, I'm like just a really big, and I'm picking up other submission moves and you know things like like um, like jazz. I'm a big fan of jazz. So it's like you know, ladies like that definitely pioneered and like they paved the way for the ladies of today. And so, so I'm just really happy to be involved in 
the ladies wrestling scene right now. I'm just I'm I'm proud to be part of it. But you know, unfortunately, I'm not wrestling up here as as much in like the upper Midwest. I've actually uh, I work for a company called Tennessee All Pro Wrestling down in Morrison, Tennessee. It's it's maybe about an hour south of Nashville. And we just had we and just we had uh, we just had James oh, that, that, and. We just had James Ellsworth on the last show. <laughs> so. Well, that's awesome. I mean, I mean, I know Icon probably doesn't really like James Ellsworth, but I like think that's awesome. But, I mean, um, oh, he's an awesome that, guy. I, I mean, I, that, that's he's kind of a hike guy. for you, like, though, isn't it? Very, very approachable. What? That, that's kind of a hike for you, though, isn't it? Living in St. Paul and having to work in Tennessee? Well, I mean, it's not difficult, per se, but, I mean, you know, I mean, it's just, um, just, it's that, while I'm going down there, um, almost every weekend, almost every weekend actually. So it's like a good wow. chunk of the time that's where you can see me. Um, you drive down? I just fly. I, I uh, well, if I drove, that is about um, it's about 16 hours in a car. Oh but wow! If I yeah, flew I figured down, it was a long way. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like 17 hours, something like that. But if I flew down, it would take me about two hours, and then. Oh, that's not uh, terrible. Okay. Another another All wrestler right. that's booked on the show, they would um they would pick me up, and um, right. then we would take the drive together, uh, which is usually um there there's a man uh, he's a wrestler in Atlanta Georgia his name is Chad Skywalker like very probably huh. you can see him on like Ring of Honor and uh, Reality of Wrestling, and and then so ever since I started working for Tap, uh, Chad's been by my side so. Awesome. Uh, Cherie Royce, our guest here. we got about uh, 20 minutes here with uh, Cherie as uh, Big Swing has uh, completely blown the format of this interview. Uh, but we will move on. So now you love me. Uh, well, you know. Uh, well, no, no, it's his fault, not yours. Uh, but, uh, you know, being in, being in uh, you know, Minneapolis, St. Paul area, maybe we, uh, maybe we can hook you up with the guys at Pub Mania. You can come down and do a match for them. Man, that would be amazing. Like I, I would um, I have heard um, that I will be making my return back to the Minnesota wrestling scene. Uh, if you've heard of Wrestling Gone Wild, it's in Hibbing, Minnesota. Uh, yeah. Come come February eighth, I'm gonna make my Minnesota return. So, <laughs> so that's gonna and, be uh, amazing. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't wait for that. Yeah, I uh, I uh, I plan to. Uh, I would like to come down and uh, check that. Uh, and uh, what was the name of that company again? You said the one in Minnesota or Tennessee? Yeah, in Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota Wrestling Gone Wild WGW. Yeah, I wanted to check out, and I know that uh, you know a few. Uh, I, I believe that it's all, it's owned by uh, Tom Burdick and uh, Johnny Parks. Yeah, and as a matter of fact, I know that uh, you know a few. Uh, few wrestlers that we've had on the show. I know you know Matthias uh and uh um a few others uh, that are gonna be wrestling at Pulpomania. Uh so now oh, yeah. when you when you're wrestling, uh, are you cons- would you consider yourself to be a heel, a baby face, or are you more of what the crowd thinks you're gonna be? Uh well um well at WGW I'm a heel. When I'm in Nashville I'm a heel, so I would definitely say that I'm a heel. <laughs> And with that being said, we have uh, Sheree Roy. Granny, we have a heel here. Go ahead. What do you got for our guest? 
uh, well, that's, Roy, that's we good because Granny Granny does not like the heels. I like to talk smack to the heels, and I do a pretty good job oh. of what I do. So I think I would have oh. fun. I need to get you. I need to get you to Arkansas once we start our wrestling shows back up in Arkansas. I need you to get to Arkansas and get you to one of our wrestling shows here in Arkansas that I help with. So because I think I would have fun. Talking to a lot of smack to you. <laughs> oh no, no, I get that all the time. I People pretty... are like, "How are you? How are you a heel, but you're so sweet?" You know, like I'm a sweet heel, and I'm just like, I don't know. That's you're just... a sweet heel, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm I've never heard heel. of a sweet heel, but you know, but that's okay. Oh well, now you have. So, <laughs> now you have. <laughs> what has what has been one of your most challenging matches you've had in your career? Um. I would say maybe well because I'm you know I've even wrestled the the men and I think that when we went to Earlham Iowa and that promotion uh, it's called LM Fight Promotions it's run by uh, Levi McDaniel and to go down there and, and to to hear that I had uh, three matches in one day and I was in uh, I got involved in in another match so I, I practically had four matches in one day and uh, I feel that um, uh, all those the men around me were just like, I'm going to kick your butt. I'm going to kick your butt. You say that you're one of the boys and you're tough, you're tough as nails. I want to, I want to see if you really are. You can back that up. And and then, I mean, I got, I got badly beaten, I would say, you know, and, and then they're like, okay, okay, you're one of the guys. And then um, the fans, I mean, they let, they let me have it. They don't, they don't like me, but that that's my job. My job is to make you hate me. And, and I think I, did a great job at that. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, I definitely, I definitely would love, love um, interacting with you at a wrestling show because I have a shirt, and I'm not a wrestler, by the way. Just so you know, I'm just a big fan. But my, I have a shirt that says, "What you gonna do when Grady Holster goes crazy on you?" And I okay. wear that to a lot of wrestling shows, and I've had that gimmick name probably for probably 25 plus years. So, you know, I, uh, I'm i a pretty big fan when it comes to wrestling. Now, I have a lot of friends that wrestle in Tennessee, and you and you go to ten, you go where out in Tennessee to wrestle? Um, Morrison, Tennessee. Um, the pr- the Morrison, promoter's okay. name is Gre- Gregory McDaniel. Um, yep. I don't and think so I, I know I, him, but, I mean, I, ha- I have a lot of friends that wrestle – I have a lot of wrestling friends that wrestle in Tennessee. I have a friend, good friend, that um, has um, uh, a promotion um, in Dyersburg, and um, he also wrestles in Ripley, Tennessee, also. And uh, but I believe his company is actually in Dyersburg, where he wrestles out of a lot of times for Pro Wrestling Mid South in Dyersburg. So his name is Greg Anthony. They call they call him the Golden Boy. So. Well, I do know that the beginning of this year was really rough for me for personal reasons because, um, and it was kind of like it was a mixture between like wrestling and like personal personal things like close to my family is that so my sister had a heart attack right on New Year's Day, but sadly I couldn't just I couldn't just run home and go to the hospital and go see her because I was still on the road, I was still in Nashville and I had a show on. New Year's Day, and I had another show that was scheduled for January 4th. Uh, There's another promotion down there. It's called Empire Wrestling Alliance, and um, I had to cancel both of those shows because I had to come home. Yeah. 
Um, so they're well, like, well, when's your next show? Well, definitely, it's, it's definitely today. And they're you got to like, take care of family first, too, you know, so. Oh, yeah, definitely. But And then this is uh, when I started wrestling down here um, maybe about four months ago, I would say. Um, so I've been down here, like, uh, every week now for about four months. And, um, oh, wow. And, uh, well, this is basically <clears throat> saying, you know, we understand you were supposed to be down here on this date and this date, and you had to miss them for personal things. We don't blame you. But, you know, and they were, you know, they were thoughtful enough to, you know, hey, how's the family doing? How would you like to come back down here? We would still love to have you. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, that's great. Because usually, you know, uh, the, the – the, there, there are downfalls to wrestling, obviously, or with any job, really, because it's like um, you get that phone call that, no, you know, you already canceled on us once. What makes you think you, we're going to have you back again, you know, or that you're yeah, not going to cancel that. on us again, you know? <laughs> so I'm like, no, I no, no, no. So they, uh, these promoters, they were just like, how's your sister doing? And they still actually ask how she's doing up to this day, and I'm like, well, she's doing good, and it's, I got wow. other family members, like, that are, aren't doing so hot right now, and then my mom's yeah. dream is to, to go to one of my wrestling shows, and I mean, she's been to a few, but she wants, uh, she hasn't gone to one of my wrestling shows for the past, uh, like, year and a half, and she goes, well, I would love to see you wrestle here at home so I can go to your show again, and wow. um, see, she's see, like, when are you coming back to Minnesota? Well, a lot of promoters are cutthroat and don't care except for anything but, you know, making money or whatever. So the fact that they're keeping in touch and genuinely care, that, that's how you know you get a good company. Yeah, no, and I, and I, and I you know, I appreciate everything that they did. I was like, thank you for having me here. You know, there's, there's, um, I, sadly, you know, with this company, I'm, I'm not wrestling the men. I'm wrestling specifically the women, but I still get involved in the men's matches. Like, I just, uh, two weeks ago, I, I got to chick kick a guy. So, uh, and he deserved it, but, <laughs> but, um, but ladies like, um, BB Cook, who's an old school wrestler from, uh, been wrestling for about 20 years, a lady named Ruthless Lala, been wrestling for about 16 years or, you know, around that. And then, uh, and of course, you know, with me being the new addition and then, uh, I've been wrestling for 11 years and you got, uh, Charlie Punk, you know, and there, there's plenty of like huge companies down in Tennessee and you know I hope one day I'll be able to wrestle there and you know they got 127 wrestling they got uh EWA uh tap wrestling which is where I've been um you know it's just a lot going on and you know Na- uh Nashville in general is like the spot to be now my dream here in Minnesota I mean I've always said this is my dream is that I would love to uh, I would love to wrestle at First Avenue or I would love to uh, wrestle at AWF or something you know that would be incredible that's like my dream. Uh, Sherry Royce, our guest here. So, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this to you because I ask all independent wrestlers the same question. No one has ever answered the same way. So I'm gonna put it to you. So, two part question actually. So, you know, you're wrestling in a show, and let's say someone from AEW or the WWE is at the show, and they, they watch you, and you like how you uh, – they like your ring style, and they offer you – let's say they want to offer you a contract. Two-part question. One, is that something you'd want to do? And two, if you do, if you were to get that big con- contract because your, your drive for success, would you not big-time us to still be our friend and still talk to us? Gosh. No, I, I... – 
would probably, uh, you know, of course, you want to, you know, act considerate. You want to act professional, and you'll be like, thank you so much for the opportunity. This is incredible. And, and then, but inside, you know, fireworks are going off, and you're like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that, you know, you just said that. And uh, if AEW or WWE approached me and said, we want to give you a contract, I mean, I I don't know. I mean, I think until I'm, like, actually faced with that, um, I, I honestly wouldn't know. Well, you know, it's funny. It's funny because uh, and I'm sure Icon was about to bring this up next, but uh, you, you mentioned AEW. Uh, there's a particular woman uh, in AEW. Uh, I, I, again, I haven't watched in a while, but I, I, I'm assuming she's still on the roster. Uh, she goes by the name of Kenzie Cage. Uh, a little bit younger, 18, 19 years old, a little, little, little bit on the younger side, but uh, we were her first ever interview. She was like 17 years old. We were her first ever interview uh, as she was building her career, and uh, she just debuted on AEW. And I called the icon and said, hey, you know, look, Kenzie Page, we talked to her, blah, 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 blah. And uh, part of, part of uh, her recruitment to AEW was them listening in and hearing what we had to say and listening to her talks and things like that. And I got in touch with her soon after. So not only are we the gateway, but also, I mean, it, anything possible. I mean, AEW and WWE are very progressive nowadays. So yeah, anything possible, never rule it out. Oh God! I mean, I don't. Well, I don't know. know. I, I mean, I, go ahead. Oh no, I'm sorry. You can go ahead. Well, you know, and uh, we got to here. Right, I guess here we got eight minutes here, and so uh, we can uh, so we can get this in, so we don't uh, 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 miss it. Uh, if our fans wanted to check you out and see what you're doing, uh, you got a Facebook, you got Instagram, you got YouTube, you got a Twitter, you got a Twitch. What do you got? Um, well, I do have a Twitch, but I'm, like, really active on it. But I'm also on Facebook. You could just check me out as, as Cherie Roy. It's a C-H-E-R-I-E, and my last name is R-O-Y. Um, I have a like page on there, uh, so you can check that out. Um, my Instagram and my Twitter are the same thing. Is um, the real H-C-R. And then uh, there's this other app. It's called VK, like, um like Victoria and, you know, K, um, VK.com. It's, it's originated in Russia, but like everybody does speak English on there. So it's pretty much just like Facebook, still a great app, a great way to get like seen. Um, I, I think so go on there and my VK is, I am, HCR, so I I am HCR, and uh, well, yeah, it's just like Facebook, but it, it's a really good uh, YouTube. You just search for my name, and uh, uh, you know, is is there uh, on your YouTube? If there's a, uh, is there one match that you're particularly proud of that's on there that you want fans to gravitate towards and that you like? You guys really got to pick this out. What match would that be? Well, so the thing about that match that's on there, I mean, I got other matches that are that are out there, but I was told uh, that I need to keep it. Uh, I, I need to keep it on the download until the actual company uploads the match, because uh, I I have been told in the past by a company that's a little bit closer here uh, that if I upload the match, it, they would sue me, and I'm like, uh, I you know I I'm not trying to you know jeopardize whatever. 
Uh, so I had to I had to send it. I set it as private. It is there, but I I'm not allowed to share it or anything. Uh, so I do have plenty of other matches. Just the the companies themselves would like to upload the matches while, when they're edited and. Uh, but I'm like me. I'm trying to branch out, you know, get people uh, to looking at me and stuff like that. And you know, but I can't do this when when it. Some of these companies they, that I'm seeing videos that were originally taped from like two, three years ago, and I'm like, yeah, that's a long time, <laughs> you know. But, well, like, uh, I, have, I, have new, I have newer stuff from, from Tap Wrestling that's about to get put up, and um, I feel over the years I've definitely improved, and there's always room to grow, and, you know, there's so much more that I can learn, and um, that there's this new company down in Nashville that's starting up. Uh, perhaps you've heard of him. Uh, his name is No Limit Mike Cobb. And, yep. uh, yep, so if you've heard of No Limit Mike Cobb, uh, his company is going to be called No Limit Pro, and um, uh, he'll have a lot of the greats, you know, it's just I already see, you know, just with the teaser and stuff like that, and so, uh, with the people that, you know, I see that will be a part of this, this uh, company, I, I look forward to it, you know, like, like, Big Swole and uh, Ruthless Lala and myself, Mike Cobb, Caden Sade, Ryan Piles, you know, those guys. It's like it'll be such an honor being part of a, a company like that and just how professional these guys are and just how, uh, uh, even like as a wrestler, you know, you kind of, you know who your favorites are and who, like, you like to, you know, watching and studying even. Uh, who you're, well, you know, you're a fan first, and you're a you're a wrestler second always, and so I think that, um, it, you know, obviously if I if I'm gonna be wrestling somebody like Ruthless Lala, I I got to become a fan of hers, you know, and it's like well this they don't call her Ruthless for nothing, <laughs> you know. And uh, so it's like, uh, real quick here we got we got about uh, four minutes here so. Uh, let our fans know if you know when uh, your next match is, where it's at, and uh, if uh, our fans listening in that area uh, wanted to come see you, how how would they get tickets? Um, okay, so uh, Tennessee All-Pro Wrestling is every Saturday night um, at the Victory Center in Morrison, Tennessee. Um, tickets are only $8 per show, and kids are free. Um, so if you're in the South, that is definitely the spot to be. And, uh, they always have these just big names at these shows too. Like they, they had, uh, Larry D and Jake Crist there. And they also had, uh, James Ellsworth. You'll always see these familiar faces and then all the wrestlers are cool. So you'll be able to hang out with us and, um, party, party, you know, great show. Great. It's just across the board. It's great. Uh, you can catch me down there. Um, so on the weekend, you you can see me down there. Awesome. And then uh, I uh, I did send you an address. Hopefully, uh, you you might be able to send us some uh, some good uh, autographs or some giveaways for our big December show we got coming up. Hopefully, you can uh, uh, do that for us. And uh, we do. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, you, we do appreciate you taking time on your schedule. Uh, uh, we have you scheduled before, but uh, you know with your your busy schedule. Uh, we had to reschedule you a couple of times and we are glad we were finally able to get you. And, uh, this has been a great interview and, uh, we love what you do. I do, and, apo- I do uh, apologize we'll... about the past, but I am happy to be no, here tonight. Okay. 
that's right. And we we do love you, and uh, we do uh, we uh, do want to keep track of you, and uh, hopefully we can have you on again uh, later on in the year after all this COVID stuff is gone. Oh, that would be amazing. Thank you guys for having me. And, uh, well, I mean, hopefully we do get the chance to meet. And I am coming home in February. And <laughs> so I see you guys were talking about all these Minnesota guys. And so, yeah, I mean, well, right, I, mean I, heard, I, will, like, uh, I heard like JDX and everything. And I'm like, well, cool. <laughs> yeah, I, and I'll try and get you hooked up with the Pub Mania guy, too. I, I'd love to have you come down to Fargo. I think it'd be awesome. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, awesome. I'm excited. Thank you so much for this opportunity. No problem. And we, we love everything you do. We want you to be safe out there, and uh, we thank you for being on, and uh, you're awesome. Thank you so much. Ah, uh, thank Have you. Have a great awesome. night. <laughs> Have a great All night. All right, Cherie Roy, ladies and gentlemen. Not <clears throat> Cherie Roy, but Cherie Roy. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so it's it was great. Um, so our next I thought it was interesting, yeah. Uh, our next guest should be uh, calling in soon. Uh, Keyword, it should be. Watching. Yeah, it should be, yes. But anywho. I, uh, all right. Uh, the, the next interview is even going to be awesome, uh, more awesome, and you'll, you'll know why after I introduce him in a, uh, in a second. So. And, all right, well, uh, no, one, no, one's on the, no one's on the horn yet. All right, and also later on tonight, we have the adult star Samantha Lee is going to be on with us. Uh, she uh, She's made a few appearances in a few different uh, magazines, and I know that uh, Granny doesn't necessarily like uh, those kind of guests, but, uh, you know, uh, they, they bring their audience to us, uh, and uh, it, it opens the door to more listeners and more viewership, so that's what we're looking for. And, you have uh, to that's do what you have, have to do, Icon. So it's okay. That's why we have that's why we have celebrities on from time to time, uh, to uh, to be with us. So that's uh, there are more celebrities on the horizon. I'm not going to say who they are right now. Uh, you just have to keep watching our <clears> Facebook <throat> page to find out who who's going to be on next. It's going to be fun. Uh, so yeah, we'll keep uh, big swing. We'll keep watching the board. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, so it'll be it'll be awesome uh, when uh, this next guest is on. So hopefully, you know, I'm sitting in. here watching this football game, big swing, and it's so weird not to see anybody in the stadium. You know, any fans? I mean, because I know mm. Kansas City, their home opening game, they had like sixteen thousand people actually in the stands. But I believe their game against the Chargers yesterday, there was no in fan attendance. There's not, yeah, and uh, the Chargers actually looked better than I thought they were going to. Um, either that or Kansas City just had a bad game, one of the two. But uh, but you well, know, Kansas you know what I City did? started off kind of rough, and but they came back and pulled it off, of course. So but you know it what looks I did so weird hear? Not seeing anybody in the stands, you know. <laughs> it is strange. You know what I did hear though, and uh, again, I'm working radio, so I have the the the, the play by play broadcast going kind of in the other ear while I'm listening to you guys. And I was thinking of you, Granny, um, beforehand. And now that we don't have the guests on for a minute, I can play this. Um, I heard this uh, on the last, as you see, it's 24-17 Raiders. Um, the, the last uh, thing that I heard while, uh, while our last guest was talking in my other ear and made me think of Granny immediately was this. Touchdown Raiders! 
And I, uh, I was I was a little like, huh, I didn't want to, I didn't want to interrupt the interview to bring it up. But uh, yeah, I definitely heard that in my, in my one, uh, one ear here. So, yeah. But um, Icon, I don't know if you want to go ahead and give the uh, guests we're supposed to have a, a courtesy text message uh, or whatnot, or if we have to shift gears here and kind of uh, fill some time. Well, I, I just did. Uh, he did confirm, so uh, hopefully, um, you know, he uh, he'll call in. Uh, we'll we'll wait and see. Um, but he has confirmed, so um, so we'll, we'll just wait. Other than that, we'll just uh, we'll just keep talking. Uh, maybe I should have had the Maybe you guys call in later. I guess I don't know, but. Uh, I, you know, this is what happens sometimes in live radio. Sometimes things happen that you're not expecting, and uh, they uh, they go awry sometimes. But oh, of course, so. of course. Um, but yeah, so Icon, uh, I don't know if you've been listening lately uh, to a lot of the stuff. There's there's a lot of heat uh, right now around Chris Jericho. I don't know if you've heard that. Uh, I have not heard that. What's uh, what's the deal with that? There are some wrestlers. Um, here, let, let, let me pull up the article. Uh, wrestler does not. Okay, so let, let me see if I can pull it up here. Ty, it says uh, WrestleTalk.com five days ago says that a former top star, okay, a top star has quote unquote lost all respect for Chris Jericho. Uh, following a two-on-one backstage attack at the hands of Jericho and Jake Hager last night on Dynamite, AEW star Matt Hardy says he has lost all respect for Jericho. The former WWE star took to Twitter to comment on the attack. He spoke about his up-and-down relationship with Jericho throughout the years. I know that he's lost all respect for him this year. Uh, Matt Hardy tweets, Getting imaging done of the knee right now. Just turned into... Uh, just turned into your AEW Dynamite match in progress. Give them hell, blah, 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 blah. Because uh, I've I've had a lot of uh, I've had a love hate relationship with Chris Jericho over our careers, but I've lost all respect for him this year. Um, so of course it is uh, it, it, it was a kayfabe attack, of course. Um, but I I, I think they, I'm not going to read this whole article. It's kind of long, but it says here that uh, Matt Hardy is sort of blaming Jericho for almost pulling a Kevin Nash in a way and kind of controlling the backstage politics within AEW and kind of putting himself in the big storylines and, and, and making it and putting himself over and kind of trying to bury uh, everybody else, uh, whether it be young talent or people he's faced in the past or things like that. So uh, a little, little bit of heat, a situation we're monitoring right now, but, you know, hey, who, who knows? I mean, I, I think that just makes things uh, real-life beef like that just makes things even more interesting, at least in my opinion. Well, you know, you can't, I, I, you know, it, it, I, I don't know if you can put a lot of uh, weight onto that. Uh, you know, Chris Jericho has always been a controversial figure. We know this. We've had guests on our show tell us this. So whether it's a shoot, whether he meant it, whether he didn't mean it, I think he's trying to get himself out there by doing stuff like that. It's getting people talking, which I believe is what he wants. Is that what everybody wants? True. But, I mean, when you take the Twitter, um, see, now that's where the Twitter thing kind of 
it makes me question. Um, we know sometimes athletes, pro athletes, uh, football, baseball, basketball, will tweet things, and they're tweeting, you know, as themselves. But again, pro athletes uh, in those sports aren't portraying characters. I always wonder if a wrestler tweets something, are they tweeting in character or are they tweeting as themselves? So, I, you know, I, I've always wondered that. And I, I'm kind of curious about the Matt Hardy thing and, and if this is an in-character feud because I know that they have a big feud or, or is, this, is this really Matt Hardy uh, not enjoying Jericho's company? Well, it, it could, it, I guess it could be a combination. Uh, you know, as long as we got, as long as we got a little time, uh, and I have no idea what. Um, well, we do. We do have the. Uh, we actually just, as you mentioned it, right as you finished that sentence, we do have six two nine that popped on. That would be him. Yep. All right. So we'll do that now, and we'll get back to this afterwards. So put him on. You do your introduction, and let's go. Ladies and gentlemen. Stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. About to step through the ropes right now. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the man himself. He is Mike Cobb. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Mike Cobb, and you're listening to Attitude Air Live with the host Akon and Big Swing and the Grand Hoaxer. Mike Cobb is our guest here. we got 23 minutes here with Mike, and uh, he's going to step right on up to the mic. Uh, so, Mike, here's what we're going to do. Uh, if you want to give us a little uh, background about yourself, then uh, I'll ask you a few questions, then Granny, then uh, Big Swing. So go ahead, give us a little background about yourself. Oh, man. what Man, first of all, let me uh, say I'm honored to be on here. It's crazy. Um, so thank you guys for having me. Um, a little bit about myself. Uh Dude, I am a pro wrestler. <laughs> um, oh, snap. I've, I've been to just about every state in the United States. Um, dude, I just I, I just like to have fun. So, I mean, it's like a small background about myself. Um, I don't know what more do you guys, like, want to hear about me or, or whatever the case may be, but... Um, I'm on my way to work as we speak. Um, I'm heading to my my second job, so uh, forgive me because I'm not all there right now. It's all right. But uh, uh, well, I'll tell you what. Here's what we'll do, Mike. Uh, yeah, we don't. I know that you're on your way to work. Uh, we have uh, hopefully we, you can last the whole 21 minutes that we have left with you. Uh, and then we'll just kind of make this quick. And then if we have to, we'll get you on again. We just had a friend of yours, uh, Cherie Roy, on. And uh, I know you know who that is. Uh, she uh, she just spoke highly of you. Um, awesome. And uh, we thank her for hooking, her, uh, hooking us up with you. Uh, so when you're wrestling, uh, uh, your wrestling style, are you more of a – uh, high flyer like Rey Mysterio, a technical wrestler like Bret Hardy, like just like an ass kicker like a Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> well, unfortunately, I'm I feel as though my wrestling style will allude to every wrestling style, and the reason why I say it alludes to every wrestling style because I can do a little bit of all. All right. 
Now, with that being said, because of your wrestling style, you can adapt to anything. Are you more of a uh, uh, heel, a baby face, an in-betweeny, or are you uh, what the crowd thinks you are? Um, You know what's funny? Um, I just go off of the reaction of the crowd. You know, if the crowd say, oh, we don't like him, then I'm going to be that typical asshole. If the crowd say, yay, it's my guy, then I'm going to go out and high-five, kiss babies, you know, try to sell T-shirts. Um, me personally, I, I just go out there to have fun. You can like me or hate me or whatever the case may be, but I'm having fun. Well, you know, with that being said, uh, Granny, we could be a guy, he's a little heelish. What do you guys for our guest? Mike Cobb, we got 20 minutes. Go ahead. Well, hello. First of all, I am not a wrestler. I'm just a big fan, and I, Granny does not like the heels. I can talk some pretty good smack when I have to. So as long as you're a baby face, we will get along just fine. But if you're a heel, Granny might have to put you in your place. <laughs> that being said, what has been one of your most interesting matches you've had in your career? Oh, wow. Let's say uh, most interesting. Um, oh, okay. So uh, about 15 years ago, um, maybe 14 and a half. Uh, I, I know I was like a year, maybe a year and a half in, and I did a um a match that was so odd. I had to uh, it was like a hot dog on a pole match or some crazy crap like that. I had to eat a hot dog. And I was like, yo, I'm going under because I don't eat pork. So, so uh, that was like, no. So were you wrestling for Vince Russo? <laughs> no, I, 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 don't, I wasn't doing that then. Um, what do you got going, guys? Well, you know, because... Um, we know that Vince Russo likes to have stuff on a pole, whether it be Pinata on a pole or Viagra on a pole or, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, Judy Bagwell on a pole, and anything like that. I mean, you know, I mean, if you remember, the Viagra on a pole uh, uh, tag, tagline was, you gotta, you got to keep it up for this match. You can't go limp at all, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta uh, keep it up. There you go. Uh, we got Mike Cobbs, our guest here. We got uh, seventy minutes. I didn't mean to interrupt you, Granny, but go ahead. Uh, uh, oh no, 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 that's okay. That's okay. All right. Now, now I'm breaking my own rule, inter- interrupting the format. My fault. Hey, so big what do you got for our guest, Mike Cobb? Go ahead. Well, um, first of all, it's interesting that. It's interesting that you're a uh, kind of a combination wrestler because usually, uh, you know, wrestlers we talk to are either they're a face, they're a heel, or, you know, or, or I mean, we don't really get a lot of those in-betweeners very often. So that's kind of cool that you can turn it on or turn it off based on the crowd. But uh, kind of take us through your 
background a little bit as to how you became a professional wrestler. What what led you to to where you're at and to get into this business? And did you have any influences? Anybody you looked up to? You know, watching wrestling when you were younger, whatnot. Model your style after anybody? Like, just give us a background as to how you got here. Um. So let's start off by uh, my background extends from my in-ring ability because I I uh, I box. I, I, the sweet science was like my my outlet, you know. Uh, not only the sweet science was my outlet, but I transitioned over into mixed martial arts. So I was already an in-ring competitor. Um, what what brought me to pro wrestling is that when um, I had a okay, this this is a funny this is a funny thing. So I was at church, and the preacher was looking, like, directly in my face and was just preaching away. And I just looked at him, and I, I gave him the people's eyebrow, and, like, he took it home. <laughs> he took it home. I was like, look, it's Sunday. The Bears play today. you taking all day. So I hit him with the people's eyebrow, and he took it home. I was like, thank you. So uh, he, he come to me after service and was like, uh, that 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 kid Rocky Miles, he uh, he was like, you you raised your eyebrow up like he did, and I was like, yeah, that lets you know I was getting impatient. He said, I felt that. He said, I saw it, I felt it, I believed it. He was like, you ever thought about uh, stop punching people in the face and dropping people on their back? I was like, look, I don't know, I don't care. I just want to watch the Bears game, and so. Um, my mom was telling me because I, I broke my ankle and shattered my shin. And my mom was like, what are you going to do now? I said, I guess I got to go get a job like normal people. And she was like, that's the best thing I've heard you say your whole life. So I, I started to do like, like uh stand up and improv and she told me that I should try to be a pro wrestler because I'm very entertaining. And so I tried it, and I, I liked it. I liked it a lot, and I become comfortable with it. So I continue to be a wrestler, and my, my family is like, wow, I would never have thought in a million years that you would have transitioned from being a brute to being an entertainer. That now that is awesome. And I guess, you know, the one phrase as you were talking about that, I guess the one phrase would be testify my brother. You know what I mean? <laughs> compared him compared him to Devon Dudley here? <laughs> well, you know, actually uh, actually, you know, uh, Mike Cobb, uh, you know, is a is a great is a great wrestler, and I'm not just saying that because he's young, but he is. Uh, you know, I think he could probably give uh, Devon a run for his money. What do you think, Mike? Of course. One thousand. You know, and uh, so we so we can uh, get this in, so we don't forget. Uh, 
if our fans want to check you out and watch what you're doing, uh, do you got a Facebook, do you got Instagram, a YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch? What do you got? Um, so Twitter is at NLMC3000. Of course, Facebook is Mike Cobb. Uh, Instagram, NLMC3000. And then Mike Cobb versus via YouTube. All right. And now, is there any uh, particular matches on there that uh, you uh, you want fans to uh, check out that uh, that uh, you're most proud of on there? Not necessarily, bro. Just check me out. All right. And then, uh, of course. I forgot to ask Cherie Roy this, uh, but I'm going to ask you this so I don't forget. You know, the icon made you a cool collector's card. What was your opinion on that? Say it one more time. You know, the icon made you a cool collector's card. What, what did you think of that? Man, I, man, I thought it was boss. There you go, man. See, now, for those of you guys who don't know, uh, uh, Mike Cobb, uh, you got to check him out. But uh, now, don't hate me. I know you're bigger than me, and you can kick my butt. But don't, uh, don't. I hope you don't mind the comparison. But uh, uh, he's got a face to look like Mr. T, and he's got a he's got a body like uh, Kevin Hart. So you know that he can kick anybody's butt just by that description. <laughs> And uh, the one thing I'm kind of curious, actually, a, a fan, uh, a fan sent me a message that uh, wanted me to ask this. Okay. Uh, All right. Got your tattoo that you have on my chest. Yeah, you, Icon, you're you're breaking up a little bit. We missed uh, we missed that question. You're you're cutting out a little bit. Okay, uh, well, a fan just uh, texted me and wanted me to ask you about the tattoo that you have on your uh, on your chest. Okay. Uh, they they um, want to know what it says because uh, your jacket is covering it. Uh, it says Mike. It's M-I-K-E, okay. and it is just the broken stars. Uh, I can give a small background. So the... I was named after my uncle who uh who passed away at uh at infant infantry. So uh my mom gave me uh, his name to live out his legacy. Um my grandmother uh consistently says that she's always seen greatness in Michael, which was my uncle. Uh when he turned Five years old, he passed. Uh, then when my mom, like I said, my mom uh, named me after him to complete or to, uh, how should I say this, uh, give my grandmother a grandson named Michael. And so um, I wear that. I, I put our name on my chest. Because he was named after the archangel, and the archangel okay. protects over us. So I rather I put it over my heart because I do 
wish that I could have met him, but his thoughts, his his being, his soul, gonna forever be in my heart. And the archangel gonna continue to watch over. I think uh, she'll stay the next second time. I'm gonna go to shed shit. Well, it sounds like you got a full car there. Uh, uh, Mike Cobb is our guest here. Uh, we have uh, about uh, seven minutes here with Mike. Uh, now, uh, Mike, if our uh, fans listening right now uh, were to come check you out, and if you know what it is, when is your next match? Where is it? And uh, if uh, our fans listening in that area could uh, uh, come see you, where would they get tickets? Um. Whoa. So Wednesday night, I will be traveling to Admore, Alabama, or Admore, Tennessee, whichever one you feel comfortable with saying. I think it's all the same thing. Um, it's it's at the EWA Arena. Uh, I don't know the address right out back, but if you are in uh, Admore or uh Lewisburg, in the surrounding areas, if you are listening, I'm pretty sure if you're a pro wrestling fan, you already know this spot. It's all, it's about to be legendary. It, it, it's been there for a while. It has brung a lot of buzz. They got this thing called the Hell to the King Tournament, and dude, it's creating all types of buzz in the southern region of Tennessee. Um, The show after that, uh, it will be... Um, 127, which is in uh, Grimsley, Tennessee. So all the people that are in Grimsley, Jamestown area, be sure to come out and check that show. Uh, It is at the Performance Arts Center in Grimsley, Tennessee. Uh, My next show will be, uh, my show after that will be Friday. It will be uh, SWF, Tullahoma, Tennessee. I want to believe that's 106 Southside Drive, Tullahoma, Tennessee. Uh, everybody knows about Tullahoma, Tennessee. They've been running for about 19 years. Um, when they when they started, I think I was uh, like two years in the business. Uh, well, I take that back. They was two years in the business when I started. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Saturday I fly out and I'm heading to Florida. Uh, I'm heading to, uh, 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 Tallahassee. So for those who are in the Tallahassee area, uh, Florida Express Wrestling, it's, that's where it's at people. Please come out and check me out. Uh, and then Sunday, uh, I'm recruit. I'm recouping and getting myself together to go back to work on Monday. Uh, basically, if your wrestling schedule was a poker, you need to have a full house. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right, bro. Uh, now, uh, real quick here, and then uh, I, I did send you. Uh, uh, I, I messaged you an, uh, an address. Hopefully, you'll be able to send us some autographs for some giveaways for our big December show we got coming up. But uh, real quick here, I'm kind of curious. You know, um, you are you are uh, an amazing uh, figure in the ring. Tell us what your finishing maneuver is. Um. What's so, it called? So. So I have a numerous amount of finishes because, like, uh, it does like 
it just depends on if you whatever uh, promotion you go to, everybody got some type of finisher that is similar or close to what you use. So uh, not most of the time I just be like, what do you want me to use for a finish? You know, or whatever the case may be. And then they be like, yeah, kid, go out there and do this, do that, do this, do that. And I'm like, got you, whatever. Um, but personally, if I had to pick and if I had to choose, I would use uh, the my to- a Tornado Brain Buster, uh, which, which I like to call the Limit Breaker. Um, I use a uh, Frog Splash which I call from the heavens. I use drive-by kick or claymore or whatever people want to call it these days. I just think it's hilarious. I just call it the kick to the face. That that does sound awesome. Uh, Well, uh, Mike Cobb is our guest here. Uh, we got about uh, 60 seconds here left with Mike. Uh, real quick here, Mike, uh, we do appreciate uh, you taking time out of your schedule uh, to join us. I know that you got to go to your other job. As a matter of fact, it seems like uh, unless you're with the WWE or AEW, everybody's got a second job that they got to use to pay the bills. But uh, we do appreciate uh, you being on. Uh, hopefully uh, later on, uh, uh, either uh, in this year or next year, we can get you back on again, uh, and uh, we'll have all our fans follow you, see what you're doing, and uh, we do appreciate it, and uh, good luck in your upcoming uh, weekly matches, and uh, we want you to make it a perfect 4-0 for us, because uh, you got the whole Attitude Era Live fandom behind you. Most definitely. I humbly appreciate that. Attitude Era Live is like the best show ever. Awesome. And I'll tell you what, Mike, we appreciate it. And uh, be safe out there, and we'll definitely have you on again. And uh, we love everything you do. Thank you, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Not a problem. Thank you, guys. Awesome. All right. Mike Cobb, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and, uh, I'm thinking, um, that, uh, our, our next guest might be calling in shortly if they're not on one already. Yeah, they, they've been on for about three and a half minutes. All right. So if you want to put them on, I'll go ahead and uh, introduce them. Yeah, man. Do your thing. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. She is probably the hottest adult entertainer today. And that is no joke, especially if you can see how she looks. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you, if looks could kill, Samantha Lee. Hey, this is Samantha Lee, and you're listening to the Attitude Era Live with the host, the icon, the big swing, and Granny Holtz. How are you guys? Good. How's it going? Uh, great to have you on, Samantha. Uh, Samantha is our guest here. We got uh, well, we got about uh, forty-five minutes or about thirty minutes here with Samantha, give or take, because uh, it is late in her uh, area. Uh, so here's what we'll do: if you want to give us a little background about yourself, then uh, we'll ask you some questions, and we'll have some fun. Okay. Well, 
I started modeling back in September of 2011. Um, it basically was just I had gotten divorced, which was actually a good thing. So, um, you know, it was I was basically just doing it for myself. I wanted to, you know, get some pictures and, and all that stuff and all that jazz. So I had a lot of ideas, and I contacted a photographer who ended up to also be a uh, prior model, and she was a talent uh, scout. She had her own boutique model, so she knew, that, you know, the ins and outs of both ends, the photography as well as the model. So I booked a shoot with her, and when I saw all of the photos, because I, I basically was a boudoir model. I did a little bit of fashion, but mainly lingerie. It's just, you know, very skimpy clothes. <laughs> That's how people know me. It's like when I wear clothes, I kind of shop. But, uh, yeah, so I, I saw the proofs and everything, and I was absolutely amazed at what I looked like. I had tried modeling back when I was in high school, and I was trying with the New York market. And, um, of course, back then, that's when you had agency models and, you know, you couldn't do all – there was no Instagram, there was no social media. It was you had to walk with your portfolio and go door to door, you know, and stuff like that. So, basically, I was told that my look was too sophisticated for my age. So, whatever that meant, I have no idea. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I was just going to ask, what what exactly does that mean? I was going to ask you that, but, yeah, uh, can anybody define that, really? I, you know, in a way, it's basically their way of saying thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> you know, it was, I just didn't pursue it after that. It was kind of like, you know, the low self-esteem, I got shot down, and, you know, all that. So I just let it go, and like I said, you know, after the divorce and everything, um, I just decided let me do this for myself. Got, you know, we started with like a couple of test shots. She said to me, she goes, you don't need these. You know exactly what you're doing, and off we went, and I've been going ever since. So, you know. Now, uh, uh, you've always been, uh, you've always been, I'm going to talk to you in a second, and then, uh, uh I, I'm sure that I, I don't have any questions. We'll, we'll see. But, uh, when I before I bring on Big Swing, I'm going to ask a few questions. I'm going to uh, mention a few things that you guys have in common, and it's definitely not looks. But anyway, that's that. We'll, we'll get into that. So okay. now uh, you, you've always been in uh, many magazines. Now I'm going to ask you uh, a couple, and then I'll let you uh, tell us what you have. You been in. Uh, Victoria's Secret or Fredericks in Hollywood, have you been in any of those? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I wish. You know, nowadays you don't even get Victoria's Secret catalogs or anything like that anymore. But um, yeah, ev- that, yeah, everything, they were my inspiration, though. Yeah. 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 Um, Victoria's Secret actually really was my inspiration. When I first started out, I was, I was getting the magazines, uh, the magazines, the catalogs all the time. And poses that I liked, I was just ripping out pages. I had, you know, a little book that I kept everything in. And that's how I would, book, you know, work my shoots was based around what type of poses I liked and concepts and, and such like that. So, you know, I'd so, love to have been one. 
Well, you you have been in you have been in uh, uh, many different magazines. Can you kind of uh, give us? Uh, uh, well, I know I know you've been in a lot. I know you can't name them all, but could you give us uh, let's let's say your top five that you've been in? Oh, I got to try to remember all these now. Um, well, way back, my very first one, I made front cover. It was called Femme Exposure, and it was basically women modeling over 40. Because I started at 45, and actually my birthday is this Thursday. So <laughs> this, uh, it's actually almost exactly, you know, nine years for me with the modeling. Uh, but, yeah, it's, um, you know, it's going well, and such is that. And uh, uh, for for those guys out there uh, that uh, and I'm going to let you know how uh, I'm going to have you tell us how we can check you out. But uh, for our fans listening out there, and Samantha, you, you're probably thinking I'm I'm just trying to suck up, but you do not look your age at all. Oh, at, <laughs> I at appreciate all. it. Thank you so much, so much. Um, because actually, there's a lot of ageism going on right now. Well, not right now. It's been since social media came out. So it, it's tough. It's like, you know, people don't believe I am the age that I am, but I do tend to, um, I get a lot of the younger guys that are, you know, all over my photos and stuff like that. But um, as far as being older, photographers, depending on their age, they'll be like, oh, yeah, you look great, you look great, but, you know, they don't want to book you for a shoot. And you, it's because of the age, which is ridiculous if you don't even look that age. So, uh, Samantha, Samantha Lee is our guest here. we got uh, 24 minutes here with Samantha. Uh, uh, I'm going to ask another question, and we'll see if Granny's got Then I'm going to uh, – uh, well, Icon, we do have we do have a caller on though. I don't know if it's somebody who wants to ask a question or if it's supposed to be another guest or whatnot. But it is a Minneapolis St. Paul area code at seven six three. Oh well, wait, Samantha, wait. I, uh, Hold would, on. Would you hold on? Never mind. They just dropped off. Literally, as soon as I said that, they hung up. So I don't know if it was somebody that was mistakenly <laughs> calling or scared. what. But it's, it's yeah, a man maybe. that's scared. <laughs> Well, they, they 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 probably they 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 probably did get scared, but uh, if they but I'll tell you what, if the caller, yeah, the caller's listening wants to call back. Uh, you will take questions if our fans call in, right, Samantha? Oh, sure, no, not a problem at all. All right, uh, let's see, Granny, do you have any questions? No, I'm gonna go ahead and pass. I'm gonna let you guys handle this interview. Okay. All right. So, Samantha, here, here's here's my question. Uh, this is kind of gonna kind of uh, kind of uh, transition or segue is the word I was looking for into uh, the big swing. Now, let's say that someone had a clothing line and right. uh, they wanted you to wear their product. Uh, do they have to? Would they have to contact your agent? Uh, would you just go ahead and do it, or do they have to give you a flat rate? How does that work if someone wanted to book you? Well, I'm a freelance model. I'm not um, represented by anybody. So basically they would just contact me, you know, see if, um, what my rates are, and then we would book. So, you know, it's not like I have to go through anybody. They would go directly to me, and then we would work everything out that way. 
All right, so with that being said, uh, Big Swing, I'm going to bring you on, and uh, I'm going to let you know a couple of things, Big Swing. Uh, you can talk to her about your clothing line and ask her about that. That's a segue. And she's a Cowboys fan. Uh, I, I and uh, I and she's also a shirt today. And she's also from your neck of the wood, around your neck of the wood. She's from New Jersey. So, Big Swing, what do you got? You did one hell of a job, and the only thing else I got to say is, how about them Cowboys? Yeah. 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 Um. I'm still. I'm still. Uh. Kind of sweating from yesterday's uh, events due to the Cowboys game. Uh. I mean, this team is going to be the death of me at, at one point or another. But uh. But yeah. Uh. Diehard Cowboys fan. And, and and the funny thing is, is um. I work on. I work on a sports radio channel and live up here in upstate New York. So. You know, everybody up here is, is Jets or Giants, as I'm sure uh, in your area. I won't disclose where you're at uh, on air, but I, I know I, I looked up the area code, so I know where you're at, uh, as I'm sure there's a lot of Jets and Giants as well. Um, and, oh, uh, yeah, so, yeah, so being a Cowboys fan, although it could be Philly as well, depending on certain parts of it. But, uh, but yeah, I'm. Um, it's been tough. It's been a tough 20, uh, 26 years, and uh, hopefully – this is the year that uh, that everything changes. But anyways, um, so question here. I ask a lot of the wrestlers, you know, how they got involved in it, how they got started, you know, what made them want to be a wrestler or whatnot. With you, I can I can sort of segue the, the, the same way. Uh, you know, you said after the divorce you wanted to get into modeling. Uh, you know, you did it for you kind of a thing. Um, but, but really though, like, did you, is this something you kind of secretly always wanted to do and you finally just got a chance to do it after that? Or, I mean, what, like kind of what got you into it? Well, what made you decide that's what you wanted to do? Well, I did want to do it in high school and I did try to pursue it back then. Um, and I was, you know, basically just told that I was not right for the New York market. So it's always been there for me. You know, and, and it's odd because my personality, I was always more introverted, but yet I wanted mm. to be a model, which doesn't even really make sense, you know. <laughs> and especially now with what I shoot, for sure I cannot be an introvert. Um, mm. So, you know, it's basic. I'm, I can't even remember that far back what made me want to <laughs> model. I think what it was, there was like a like a talent agency or something like that that had contacted me. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. You know, my parents were all for it. So I I think that's kind of how it started. Um, mm. But, you know, that was all a scam kind of thing. Yeah. You know, they get, they get you going. But it was funny because I never thought I was photogenic, ever. And then I realized it's the person that's behind the camera <laughs> that just couldn't take picture because once I, you know, with my first shoot, once I saw those photos, I was just blown away. I'm like, whoa, that's me, you know. And photos from that shoot actually ended up in magazines, which I never did finish saying what I was in. But um, yeah, so it's just uh, something I guess I always secretly wanted to do, and I can't exactly explain what it was maybe it was just you know they were so sophisticated looking I never wanted to do runway though that was not a thing for me 
But, okay. uh, you know, it's, so, it's, uh, I think a lot of girls look up to models. You know, I, I know, I we, we do have somebody else on here. Um, uh, again, I, I don't know if it's the same person uh, who is salty that I reviewed, that I revealed their area code or what, but it's one of those Skype numbers, the one, 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 one numbers or whatever. So I don't know if it's a fan, if it's a prank, if it's whatever, but, uh, I'm going to bring him on here uh, and, and see what it's all about. So, uh, caller, what's up? Hello. Caller, go ahead. All right. M- m- maybe they don't have Nobody's their microphone there. turned on. No? Hello? All righty. Well, uh, it was one of those computer-generated numbers, and obviously either they didn't have their microphone on or uh, they got cold feet when the uh, when the on-air light came on. But either way, uh, we'll, we'll keep tabs on that, but but yeah, I, I think a lot of girls do look up to models, and they look up to they look up to all sorts of figures, you know, pop uh, pop culture icons or music icons, you know, and, and things like that. So it, it's definitely something that uh, gives them as uh, you know gives them something to shoot for, but it's also a positive thing too. I mean, there's a big difference between you know modeling. Uh, and, and, you know, like doing porn, you know what I'm saying? So, like, the, 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 there's a big difference between that, and, and at least there's the power of positivity, uh, you know, being being proud of your body, being proud of, of your look, uh, and, and, yeah, so it, it's definitely a, definitely a great thing, and, um, you know, we're, uh, we're glad that uh, you were able to come on with us. Thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm very, you know, happy, because I know we booked this months ago, and, you know, it's like I had it on my calendar. So I was like, oh, it's coming up, it's coming up. So, you know, it's a pleasure to have been invited to be on. Well, well, don't leave, don't leave yet. We still got 16 minutes with you. But, uh, oh, and, no, uh, I'm not hanging up. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, as a matter of fact, uh, I booked you six months ago yesterday, as a matter of fact. Oh, okay. And, uh, and the reason, uh, one of the reasons why I wanted to get you on this time is so, one, we can wish you a uh, – on Edisvier Live, happy birthday. That was one reason, and that's coming oh, up. Oh, thank you. And thank you. Big Swing, you, you, do have, you do have a clothing line. Uh, how do you think uh, Samantha Lee would look in one of your shirts? Uh, well, uh, probably probably pretty awesome. Um, I mean, we, we do have a, a line up here. It, it's actually, it wasn't designed originally to be a clothing line. It, it's, a, uh, it's a music it's a music, you know, like kind of like a record label or a marketing company uh, that, that, you know, we've, we've been on national tours with several artists and things like that. And uh, we actually started to branch out of the clothing thing relatively recently. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I think if uh, Icon, you know, you set it up and we put it together, I think it could, uh, could, it could work out great. I think it could look good. Well, Samantha, let me, let me ask you this, and uh, I'll understand if you'll turn us down, but if we were uh, some way to get you a shirt, do you think you'd uh, wear it, take a picture, and then we could put it up on our website? Oh, absolutely. I've done that with several um, companies or people that have clothing lines. Absolutely. In fact, on my Instagram, I have, um, you know how you could do the little highlights and stuff? I have yep. one up there for, like, brands, basically. Okay. All right. And then, uh, you know, uh, Big Swing, uh, you uh, had one of our other guests uh, do that. Um, and I don't know if Samantha knows uh, um, uh, why is her uh, – um, 
Why are you blanking? Blanking on our name here. Uh, well, uh, somebody. I, I, uh, I think Icon's Lynn. showing his age. <laughs> uh, uh, Brittany Lynn. Uh, we had we had her on as a guest, and uh, she uh, she uh, got one of uh, Big Swing shirts, and uh, she wore it on her uh, web uh, uh, cam show. Uh, we, we're not asking you to do that, but uh, if we can get Big Swing to send you a shirt, uh, hopefully you'd be willing to put that sucker on. And uh, you know, I know it's uh, I hate to say this, but it's probably more clothes than you usually wear in your shoes, but. Uh, you know, what the heck, you know? I mean, I could send a tank top, but it might be a little cold. Yeah, well, you know, with, with que- look, with questions like that, I kind of tread lightly because you, you never know uh, how the guest is going to react. You never know if they're going to hang up on you because you, you completely uh, upset them. So I, you know, Which I, I tread to you. lightly with that question. And then the other thing is, uh, um, of course, I got to get this through here because uh, it's kind of an ego. Uh, if uh, the icon would just send you an address, do you think you'd be able to send us some autographs for some giveaways? Oh, I could, I could actually try to do that. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's just a matter right and then, now. Uh, I don't have anything printed, but uh, well, no, that's fine. Uh, and then yeah. you know, the icon made you a cool collector's card. What would you think of that? Excuse me. Uh, the icon made you a cool collector's card. What did you think of that? A cool collector's card? That'd be cool. <laughs> well, no, I, I, sent, I sent it to you on Messenger when I, I first booked you. Uh, it's the picture where you're uh, you're in the red outfit uh, and you're lying on the bed, you know, which I'm referring to. I don't remember a picture. All right. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll, well, did I'll I, which color it hair did, Which color hair did I have? <laughs> yeah, red. Red. Okay. And I was I, probably I just, in, like, I, I just was it the one you did for the ad? What's that? Was it the one you did for the ad? Yeah. For tonight? Yep. Oh, okay, yep. okay, yep. yep. I was climbing so, onto uh, the bed, yes. Yeah, Samantha Lee's our guest here, uh, and uh, we have, uh, uh, unfortunately, we only have 11 minutes because I'm just loving this interview and I am I, I know I'm stammering over my words and everything because she's just so damn beautiful and she doesn't look forty at all. Forty? Uh, I, I think. Oh, I'm a lot older than forty. <laughs> well, well, like I said, you don't look forty. You don't look your age at all. You know, uh, you know, people always say act your age. Uh, you never hear people say look your age. You know, you never hear people say that. Uh, well, it, exactly. And you know what? I don't even know what act your age means anymore. To be honest with you. You know, it's like nowadays, 30s and 40s are still immature. So, what what exactly does it mean? You know, it's just just crazy. You know, and the, the other cool thing about uh, you know your modeling uh, is, uh, and I'll let I'll let you talk about that in a second. But you know, with with all your uh, different modeling pictures, it seems like you always have different colored hair for different themes. Uh, you're <laughs> you're you're an actual blonde, correct? Uh well naturally no I was when I was oh, about okay. ten <laughs> but um I have not seen my true natural color actually it's probably gray now but um <laughs> yeah well well I'll be fifty four on Thursday so you know I do have some grays coming out in my roots 
But uh, for the most part, I was always like a dirty blonde. And then, you know, I started with the highlights and then I started, then I went all blonde. So people really know, people that have known me for years, they know me as a blonde. So right. It's like, you know, the, the 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 cool the cool thing I uh, and uh, you know uh, I I hope that you'll uh, you'll know what I'm alluding to, but uh, probably my and I I've seen a lot of your photos because I, I've done a lot of research on on your shoes, but uh, my favorite pictures are the ones uh, where you're wearing nothing but honey. Uh, or, oh or yes. Yes, and I have a lot more from that set. You know, I just don't try to, um, you know, plaster a ton all over Instagram. <laughs> but, yeah, those those were cool. And that, again, was my idea, you know. And the photographer and I, we worked together a lot. In fact, he is the one that shot the picture you were referring to in the red on the bed. Yep. So, um, you know, we're we're very – easy going, we get along well, there's no weirdness between us. Like in fact I just did a shoot with him three weeks ago. And it was my first one back after I had had um, major back surgery. So now when when you're doing a when you're doing a particular uh, a particular a particular photo shoot, uh do you uh do you plan out like uh, like if a photographer wants to photograph you, uh, do you usually charge by uh, the amount of photos they take or the length of the shoot or the day of the shoot? Uh, could you kind of take us through, like, what uh, uh, what the billing cycle is like for you? Well, um, basically it's uh, depending on what I'm shooting because it's always going to be, you know, different, obviously, with the news that's going to be the most expensive. And um, I always do a minimum of two hours. Generally, photographers will shoot for two hours. So I base my rates on a two-hour minimum. And, again, it depends. If it's lingerie, it'll be cheaper. If it's implied, it'll be a little more expensive. If if it's full nude, it'll be, you know, top top of the line, I guess, you know, and, and other t- I also shoot trade as well, where there's, you know, there's no money exchanged. It's just you help each other with the portfolios, you know, and it's not always, they call it that, but the photographer may never post you at all, you know, but it's just, you build up your portfolio and you just keep going. You know, you got to have that drive and you got to go. Uh, Samantha Lee is our guest here. We have, uh, well, we have about seven minutes here, give or take. Uh, so now a lot of us have seen, like, you know, we know that movies are, are not, well, it can be sometimes true to life and sometimes whatever. But now, like, when you're in a photo shoot uh, and then you, you know, you get into the costumes, the outfits that you're going to wear, uh, is it is it always the, the photographer saying, uh, you know, like you have props up. Okay, let's have you hold the flower in the left hand. Let's hold you have the flower in the right hand. Now we want you to arch your back or put your hips up. So, uh, is is that the way a shoot really goes, or do you just like like move around and then take a picture? Every photographer is different. 
Um, some want you to just keep moving and they click away. And it basically, like my second, very, like, second shoot, I was so brand new at this. And the photographer that I worked with was, like, a big name. In, you know, he was a big guy in New York City. He's now in Vegas. But um, I was, like, really intimidated. And he was, like, just keep moving. You know, like, every time you hear a clip, go to a different pose. And I was just, like, standing there. But um, it really depends, I think, on the skill level of the photographer. Um, for me, I just get into poses. I just, you know, move. Sometimes they'll say, oh, your hand, can you fix that, you know, a little this or, or that or something. But for the most part, I know my lines. In fact, somebody had just commented on one of my photos the other day, and they were saying how impressed they were that I know my lines. And, you know, you get some crappy pictures, you know, when you get everything back and you see the proofs, but um, you just go with it. And the more so comfortable you, you are, you just, you know, move. So now is it is it possible, like, in a two-hour shoot, uh, you know, uh, let's just say that, you know, there's 24 pictures on a roll or whatever. Uh, is it possible, like, in a two-hour two hour shoot, uh, a target going to take, like, Ten rolls of film of you? Oh, absolutely. Um, in fact, that honey shoot was a two-hour shoot, and we were using a different studio, not the photographer's own studio. So you figure with setup and then breakdown of everything, um, it's less than two hours. And I did the honey. I did a shower. And I did lingerie in a shower. So we did three concepts in less than two hours. So now, um, did you did you ever worry about when you had when you had like the 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 honey? Did you ever worry about like the lights in the studio, like you know, like tanning yourself with honey? Did that <laughs> did that ever come up? <laughs> no, not really. Um, you know, the photographer puts his. You know, basically, it depends. Like the mood, you want to create the mood, so the lights aren't going to be as bright. Um, in fact, with that honey, I kept saying, "I'm like, I need more honey. Put more on. Put more on." You know, and it was really for the effect to get all the dripping. Because I've done a lot with like the water and oil. You've probably seen my bodyscapes, you know, and stuff like that. So. I wanted a lot of honey to drip off for the effect. So the lights really, no, they don't. They don't heat you up. <laughs> so uh, not not, not too that, much. So so with that with that honey shoot, uh, and I don't want to keep dwelling on that. Uh, we have Samantha Lee's our guest here. I don't want to keep dwelling on that. But uh, did you think? Uh, well, hey, you know, if KFC can see this, maybe I can be in their next commercial. I thought that with, you know, certain shoots, with whether it was the honey or, or something else, and I've had people contact me and they say, oh, you know, we're going to be shooting a music video and we're interested in you, but I have no idea who they are, you know. So I, I get a lot of that, but sure, you know, it's like I'll look at certain photos and I'll be like, oh, yeah, I could totally see this on a commercial or in a magazine or, or something like that. And I'm very critical of myself. 
I will pick out every little thing that's wrong. And if I love a photo, that's impressive. <laughs> you know, it's it's just, that's just how I am. You know, I'll pick out just tiny little things and be like, oh, no, you know. But I also don't allow um, my body to be modified with Photoshop. Um, I, I It's just basically the basic edit is all I allow to be done on myself. So, so then when, uh, when, when you're working as a photographer now, uh, you, uh, it obviously, pictures aren't obviously developed right away, uh, unless it's a digital format, but, uh, well, that's, that's you, all then, they, yeah, there's, they don't even use film anymore. I mean, some do, some, are, some are doing like Polaroids. Like I did a shoot where it was, um, digital as well as Polaroids. So it, it really then, depends. Then with the with the with the pictures that they take now, uh, do they become uh, the rights of the photographer? You get rights to them, or is it like uh, like a mutual uh, uh, ownership? Well, that's that's a fine line. Um, technically, no matter what, whether they pay you or it's a trade or whatever. Regardless, the model basically does not own any rights, no matter what. Uh, unless, well, actually, no, because even if the model pays the photographer, like when you first start out, you want your portfolio and you know and stuff like that, you find that's what I did. I paid for my very first photo shoot because I knew the photographer was really good and I did a great portfolio. So. Um, you know, it's uh, – I forgot where I was going. <laughs> I just totally lost my train of thought. What well, that's the okay. question? Uh, Samantha, Lisa, yes. Uh, we have uh, – well, we have about – And she's uh, going cuckoo right now. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, the uh, well, the question was, uh, you know, do you, uh, do you own the rights to the pictures right, as a right, photographer right. or is it a mutual? Or do right, you? right, right. Okay. Um, so with my very first shoot that I did, um, I she just gave me everything. She didn't watermark anything. So those are actually mine. Some photographers will sign the rights over to you, but it's very, very rare. Um, you know, it's almost based on, like, the honor system when you do trade because you always want to give credit to the photographer no matter what. And, you know, even if I was to pay for a shoot, I'm going to give credit to the photographer because it's teamwork. You know, they did work just like I did work. Um, so, like I said, technically, regardless, it's always the photographer owns the rights. Uh, it's, it's a very weird, iffy kind of thing. You know, because some photographers won't care at all what you do. And other ones uh, will be right on your ass, you know, if God right. forbid, you know, you, you did something wrong. Uh, uh, Samantha, these are guests here. we got about nine minutes here. i got a few more questions, and we'll uh, wrap this up. And uh, we appreciate uh, you being on the show with us, and it's, it's been awesome. And uh, we're glad that you, uh, you're bringing your fans uh, to us. Uh, but my next question is, now, when you're um, – uh, if you had a 
a dream magazine that you want to appear in that you haven't appeared in yet, what would it be? Um, I'm going to shoot for the stars and go with, like, something like Vogue, you know, and like the the high-class type magazines. That's I would shoot uh, for the stars, <laughs> you know, even Maxim, you know. Well, you know, and I'll tell you what, we would we would definitely love to see you in those uh, because you know that's you know that's where we do most of our research, you know, about what you know men like. But now I've got the other thing I'm curious about. You know, I asked you about rice and photos. Have you ever seen a picture of yourself uh, in like like an odd like? flipping through a magazine and you saw a picture, you saw yourself on a billboard, and you're like, wait a minute, I don't remember, you know, them saying they were going to use it for that. Has that ever happened to you? Thankfully, no. Um, I've been very fortunate with that. Um, If anybody wanted to use anything, they would always contact me and ask. Um, I've had had a lot of um, fans say that they wanted certain photos. And I would say, all right, you got to contact the photographer. And because of, you know, they want like the nude version, because obviously with social media, you have to censor. And the photographer would then contact me and say, you know, so-and-so contacted me, wants this picture. Is it okay? Like, do you really want it out there? And, uh, you know, it's, nothing's ever happened. Like, they never go through with purchasing anything or, you know, whatever. But at this point in my life, you know, I'm like, I'm going to be 54 years old. Um, Yes, I shoot a lot of nudes. And, you know, it's just at this point, um, I don't care. You know, like I'm proud to do it. I feel good when I do it because, I, you know, I see the the end result. So, you know. When you, uh, when you, when you first uh, decided to uh, pose nude or the photographer asked if you would, uh, was there any, was there any comfort zone issues that you had or you're just like, Oh hell, I'm just going to go for it. Actually, there really wasn't. When I started, um, cause when I first started shooting nude, it was basically, it wasn't erotic nudes. It was more, I guess like glamor nudes. Um, with the very first one, it was a female photographer, and I had asked to do some nudes. And being that it was my first shoot, I was a little uncomfortable, and I don't think, you know, she was, but she didn't really shoot nudes, you know, because she had her glamour girls and stuff like that, and they didn't shoot nudes. It was more lingerie. So I was more, I think, just uncomfortable because it was my first shoot. Um, then I did another shoot for a magazine, which was the, um, it was supposed to be for the Femme Exposure. And, you know, I, that was a little weird. That, that shoot was a little bit weird. But after that, when I got into the fine art, um, I was hooked up with this wonderful photographer. And I've got to give him credit. His name is Rick Huff, and it's Synthesis Photo. He's amazing. He does a lot of the um, fine art nudes. His lighting is spot on. And it was he kept asking me, because we started with lingerie, 
And he said, we'll wait for the, you know, hold the news up till the very end. And he kept asking, are you sure you want to do it? Are you sure you want to do it? And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. And he's like, well, you know, it's up to you. You don't have to. So he was very, very good. And I was, I just went for it, and I didn't feel weird at all. And that was the start of it. I was like, you know, I only really wanted to shoot with him because he's so great at what he does with the lighting and, you know, poses and just his portfolio in, in general is amazing. So I was, I was proud, you know, when I got the pictures back. It was just really amazing. And I had the blonde hair then. So it was like, you know, I, I saw some poses that I wanted to um, emulate. And that's what we did. That's how we started. I had my hair extensions in. I had a makeup artist, you know. And it just, I was really happy after that. So that's kind of where I'm at right now is, mostly the fine art news and still a little bit of lingerie. You know, just kind of, uh, I would say I'm pretty uh, well-rounded with genres. Uh, Samantha Lee's our guest here. We've got about uh, three minutes here left with Samantha. And uh, like I say, we do, uh, we do appreciate uh, you taking time on your schedule to uh, join us. And, uh, you know, even if uh, you've had some, uh, like, from old photos from some of your old photo shoots that you can autograph and send to us, we'd be we'd be grateful for that. That'd be awesome. But if our fans wanted to check you out and uh, see what you're doing, and uh, you know, I don't mean check you out like check you out. I mean you know, see what you're <laughs> up to. Uh, you got a you got a Facebook, you got an Instagram, you got a YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch. What do you got? I have Instagram and I have Facebook. On Instagram, I'm on Instagram more than Facebook. My Instagram is at model underscore Samantha Lee. And for Facebook, my um, fan page is model dash Samantha Lee. So that's the only difference between that and Instagram is one is the dash and one is an underscore. So um, I do post more of my nudes and stuff like that on Instagram, even, you know, of course censored, but um, I've had some issues with people on my Facebook fan page that, you know, would say some really horrible things or, you know, they would just comment on something like, oh, yeah, you've got perfect nipples. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, (laughs) all right, you know, (laughs) so the majority of my stuff is on, I just stay on Instagram. And, you know, sometimes I share over to the, the fan page on Facebook. You know, I got the That's weirdos awesome. on Instagram as well. <laughs> it's all good. Well, you know, and uh, I also I also appreciate that you decided to uh, drop the uh, restraining order against me, which was, uh, which was nice, because uh, I know you said as long as I stopped calling you at 2 in the morning, uh, you would uh, not – uh, pursue that, so I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Samantha, you're awesome. We we loved having you on. We loved uh, you uh, getting us uh, familiar with the world of modeling, and uh, we appreciate all you do, and uh, thank you for coming on with us, and uh, we uh, hope that if we didn't scare you too much, you'd be uh, willing to come back on again at some point. 
Well, I thank you so much for having me on. It's been a pleasure. It's been a while since I was on a podcast or anything like that. So, you know, I'm sorry if I was, like, a little boring or I just totally lost my train of thought. But <laughs> oh, no, it's, just, hey, it's, it's perfect. Uh, you know, some some people say that my one-track mind is derailed and uh, you just can't help you go off the track, so we appreciate that. Yeah, no, I go all over the place because I talk a lot. So it's like, you know, the brain is, doesn't catch up with the mouth or vice versa. <laughs> I, I have that problem too, but I'll tell you what, thank you so much, Samantha. You're awesome. We love you, and thank you. Thank you. It'd be a pleasure to be back on. So thank you again. Awesome. The All right, well, you have a Lee, great ladies night. And gentlemen. Thank you. The lovely Samantha Lee, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, hey, so, hey, guys, that was awesome. That was an awesome interview. What'd you think? It was cool. Yeah. I mean, it's always nice to, uh, to make some, you know, some new connections and, you know, uh, uh, learn from the, the life of, of people that are, you know, outside the wrestling business sometimes, you know, it's de- definitely fun. I, I always, I always enjoy those. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, you know, we got, we got, uh, more, uh, we got more good guests coming on and, uh, I'm happy to announce, as of yesterday more, uh, afternoon, actually, we are now booked solid in guests all the way till July of next year. So, hey, so keep, stay tuned. Well, awesome. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you guys, uh, real quick here, because uh, I want to kind of toot my own horn here a little bit, but... Uh, I don't know if you guys uh, have noticed that uh, the icon was uh, uh, given an award by the uh, Invaders football team for being an elite volunteer for all the stuff that I do for the Invaders. You know, awesome. I thought I thought it was great that they uh, that they recognized me. You know, I mean, I, I quote Sting. Uh, you know, I I I've been this, I've been that, and I do everything, and uh, I love everything that the Invaders stand for. Unfortunately. You know, this season they was canceled because of COVID, uh, but uh, next season we're still defending uh, league champs because, well, we don't beat this year because we didn't have a season. But, uh, you know, hopefully uh, those who are listening, everybody knows I'm a Vikings fan, so hopefully the Vikings will improve uh, this coming week. I I, I, I don't know. I'm not uh, really – uh, expecting too much, but uh, it looks like it's going to be a long season. But here's the thing, though. Uh, you know, I, I'm also a big NDSU Bison fan, and uh, I know uh, everybody will be familiar with the name Trey Lance. Uh, he's high on everybody's draft card. He's only a freshman, so uh, a redshirt freshman, and he'll be a redshirt sophomore. So how many schools can say that their quarterback is on uh, the uh, – uh, the radar of uh, scouts this early in their career. I mean, how many can say and that? And it's funny because he's not he, he's not allowed to leave for another two years, NCAA rules. But anyway, we'll get into that um, in, in in a little bit or next time. Uh, but we are. We are up against it here. Monday Night Football coverage coming to you live right after this. Again, Granny Hulkster, the icon, another big show. Another big show next week. We don't stop. So... You know where to find us, same attitude, uh, what is it, same attitude station? No, yeah, same attitude time, same attitude station. Boy, I messed that one up. I right, we'll see you guys. <laughs>
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.